tales of I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men. How are you doing today, Gary? I'm doing well enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well enough to record a podcast about the X-Men. Well enough to record a pod- exactly well enough to record a podcast about the X-Men, not well enough to record a podcast about X-Factor. <laughs> so I'm exactly at that line. Okay. Well, that that's fair. That's, that's a good line. To, you have to know your boundaries in this world. I think like, you know, you have to know is a complete sentence as, as yeah, people it, often say. Exactly. Yeah. How are you doing? I am well enough to be here. <laughs> that's about as, as far as I'm willing to go with it. Um, yeah. I had a nightmare traffic situation on the way home, um, which caused me to be late. So I ap- officially apologizing to you about that. Uh, on the no microphone. problem at all. <clears throat> um, it uh it changed our plans of what we're recording today a little bit, but not so much so that we can't make an exciting uh new announcement that the degree to which it is exciting is up to you. I don't uh I don't know how exciting it is. I feel for like people, but I hope I hope people like it. I feel like podcasters drastically overestimate the importance of format changes to their audience. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, we should have done a, a YouTube premiere. Uh, <laughs> one of those things where like you load up YouTube and you're like, I'd like to watch this. Oh, it's Oh, it's just a it's just a screenshot telling me that a video is coming tomorrow. I got gotcha. you. Have you? Uh, uh, I've I've done YouTube premieres for like the music videos okay. I've created for uh, Monster of the Week, and um, mm-hmm. it, they're they're super fun because like you get people in the chat and they're like excited to watch it with you. Um, but as the from the creator side, you get to choose the like graphic they use, and so what what ends up happening is that like it, say you say I'm gonna we're gonna start this premiere at one p.m. Well, at 1 p.m., the countdown starts, and you can control how long the countdown is. So you get one of those weird, like, uh, gaming presentation, like, countdown with the music and everything, and it's just, like, it's just yes. so fucking weird, man. It's just awesome. Bobby Kotick is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> he's the, the, he's the always whole... on the 6 and the 8 for some reason. I don't know what, he, what, yeah. what, what he's doing, but... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so the announcement is uh, we are going to move back to a weekly schedule. We're not moving back to covering the X-Men animated series cartoon, uh, but we are going to go back to a weekly schedule. We're not actually going to be recording more. Uh, We're doing a bonfire side chat where we're splitting things up into smaller chunks uh, because we think that that might be a better listening experience. Yeah. So what we'll do is we're in the middle of Fatal Attractions now. Um, This episode and the one following it will be at our normal schedule because we just figure it's easier to wrap up since we're in the middle of something with our our old kind of way. And then uh, we're going to start a new series, which we'll talk about here in just a second. Uh, And that will be just like one or two issues per episode per week. Um, And it's just going to kind of depend on how much we talk about it, right? Like it's just the same same amount of content. We're not, not, I don't think we're going to be light on the minutes we're not gonna be light on the minutes don't don't measure my minutes (laughs) not gonna be heavy on the minutes or light on the minutes there is a thing that makes people when you do this that some people do feel like you're getting light on the minutes like it happens all the bonfireside chat which was like an hour and a half every two weeks and now we do 45 minutes every week and still now people are like these episodes are you know you're you're doing way less and i'm like i assure you we're doing the mathematically the same amount (laughs) yeah i can prove it it's numbers it's not it's not subjective um the uh so we're not we're not going to be light or heavy on the minutes, same amount of minutes, uh, kind of regardless. And one of the things that made me, uh, you know, that I was in favor of this idea was because of when we did fail attractions last time, 
And ordinarily in an hour, we cover four issues, but we covered two because there's just so much to talk about. Um, having a format where we can just kind of follow how much there is to talk about. Yes. You know, uh, and, and I think that will lend itself a little bit better to a week. So we don't have as many like awkward stopping points. And it also means that if we decide we want to cover like one offs, um, e- easy you know, to like, do. like single, yeah. e- super easy to do. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about it being like, this is a, a single story plus the first three fourths of another story. <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. As, as an exceedingly silly, uh, kind of thing. So, um, we're finishing this up as you, as you said, so two episodes, two issues today, two issues, uh, next episode in two weeks. Then after that, we are starting coverage of the uh, minor X-Men crossover from the 2010s, Mojo Worldwide. Mojo Worldwide. Uh, our, our idea was, hey, we like Mojo. <laughs> yeah, we haven't <laughs> done a Mojo thing. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't know the storyline. So if, if you hear this and you're like, oh, man, that, that storyline was the fucking worst. Good. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about it. And I, I can't wait to dive into the, being the worst. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping it's good. But if I'm wrong, uh, I'm wrong. And that's okay. Uh, it's from an era we haven't talked about. Uh, it's the 2010s, like uh, post Hope X Men with like X Men Gold and X Men mm-hmm. Red. Um, that whole zone, which I I don't know very much about. Uh, I think Nightcrawler's dead in that period. I think Jubilee's so. already a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like I I really don't know what's going on there. So it's gonna be fun to to dive in. And I then was, we both uh, love Mojo. I was really excited because we had the idea of like, oh, we should do something Mojo related. We haven't really, we, we love that dude and that, and, and we, you know, don't really get a chance to talk about him a lot. Uh, and so I mm. hit the Wikipedia page um, and then it was almost immediately turned off by the idea of X babies because I had just put all of the X baby yeah. stuff out of my brain yeah. and was like, well, this is not what we're going to do. Where <laughs> you're definitely not They're- going to be talking about the X babies. <laughs> They're the X babies. There's also a character apparently named Wolvie, who is a a, ba- a child Wolverine who is not the X baby Wolverine, mm. who showed up at some point. I was reading about this, oh uh, and it's a tiny little Wolverine that has none of Wolverine's attitudes or powers, but the only trick is that he's immortal, so he can't like fight you or anything. He just can't die. Is it like Claudia from uh, Interview with the Vampire? Like he's just an immortal it, baby, or does he? He he's an immortal, but he's a small Wolverine, so he's still dressed up. In the full costume and stuff, it's it's confusing, and I don't know. And maybe we'll learn more. Maybe or maybe from, from this photo. And hopefully, I pray we, we won't. won't. <laughs> yeah, we might not get the. Uh, it, like we both love Mojo, but he uh, Mojo is related to some real dog shit stories. When I was trying to look at like what is a Mojo story, uh, there's the long shot miniseries, which I like a little bit because it's long shot, of course, you know. Uh, but it's it's pretty slow. It's an Andesenti comic from the eighties, and it's very slow. And then I remember reading a Shatter Shot. Uh, do you remember? Did you ever read in the nineties uh, X Men crossovers that took place over the annuals? Yes, yes, but like that, but but uh, like barely. So it was really difficult for me to find the annuals. So sometimes I would just find them years later, <laughs> or find them months later, and be like, "Oh, yeah. that's what happened." <laughs> I I had so many just individual issues of something called Kings of Pain. That I had no idea what that story was. I was just like, oh, I have the the, oh, the annual for X-Force that's King of Pain. The one of them, the only one I collected all of was Shattershot. And that is an alternate universe mojo story that is fun, but it's the same era as Fatal Attractions. So maybe in the future we could, we, you know, we'll look at that. But it, yeah. I didn't want to do another like 90s crap. And uh, we still have more. I mean, we we haven't talked about this in a while, but eventually Marvel is going to release the new X Men animated series. Like that's gonna, yeah, that's going to happen at some point. Like that's a this this kind of soft uh, soft launches into that. I'm sure that's not going to be uh, like the old one where it's you know 29 episodes. 
no. for the, the first season. I'm sure it's going to be like an 11 episode or 10 episode thing. Uh, so we'll definitely cover that and that will fit the new format really well. Yeah. And I'm uh, really excited to see what AI monstrosity they're going to make out of the intro for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Uh, and then, you know, I guess that's the other thing is uh, we're still going to do the MCU roundup stuff. We just uh, they've slowed down the release schedule mm-hmm. of stuff quite a bit. I don't know if you've seen about the delays. Oh, yeah. yeah. The writer well. strike hit like a, I think hit most of those movies and stuff. So, I yeah, would, uh, I, I think it'll actually be good. I think that it will help with the, the fatigue. Yeah, you know that people are feeling like i think next year there's two movies uh, and that that feels about right i am um, um, to me i'm i am pretty marvel fatigued at this point uh there's been three episodes of secret invasion out of the i think there's six of them uh and you haven't watched it so i'm not going to spoil anything mm-hmm. but my overall opinion is extremely negative even if you take out the whole we, we hired an ai company to make our intro uh bullshit mm-hmm. uh, it just the the episodes themselves are i'm just watching it and i'm like I don't even like I'm not there's no there's no radish here. There's no good there's no good anything in this that I'm not like I'm not enjoying this. Why the fuck am I watching it? Like so I'm I'm probably yeah. gonna like begrudgingly watch the Secret Invasion stuff and then like just check out of Marvel TV shows for a while if I can if I can make myself do it. I don't even know what's coming next with that as well. Like I don't even know what you're missing. I, I yeah. Uh there's the I Echo series that's coming. Oh pff. yeah. <laughs> uh okay. and they're doing they're 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 doing something weird with that that makes me think they have no confidence in it because they're dumping all of the episodes on the same day, which uh, they have never yeah. done with for a, a Disney property at this point. So and then there's the animated series, there's What If Volume Two, there's Loki Volume Two, there's uh um the witches thing, um, whose name oh, I can never remember. Chaos. Covenant yeah. of Chaos. Um, there's so there's some stuff out there, but like all of it's in the future. But I just I kind of just I feel like with the writer strike, like just delaying all of that stuff by months is absolutely fine with me. It's probably good. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm a little bit more excited about Loki two and Covenant of Chaos because they're sequels to shows I liked. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Hey, don't forget what and, if uh, volume two, Gary. <laughs> I I didn't hate what if. Like I'll probably watch it, but like boy, that's also mm. yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, let's talk about what I consider to be the worst uh, issue in this crossover. Okay, the Uncanny X Men three oh four, an offer of salvation, a betrayal most bitter, most um, bitter. I don't know if this uh, is the first time that they've done this, or if I just missed it in the first two issues that we covered. But they do the little positive and negative symbols on the. Tees oh no, that, that's been on. It, that's the symbol for the crossover. I don't like that. I don't think that looks no. very good. <laughs> it's a well. You see, it's a negative and positive charge. Though. I mean, I, I understand like that, Xavier and Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. and Magneto's power is you know magnetism. So uh, oh yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick yeah, that yeah, that yeah, layer, yeah, but yeah. yes, <laughs> fatal attraction, <laughs> scary attraction. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, um, yeah, I, I just, I just noticed, and I just don't think they look like T's. Which, if you're going to turn into some, turn letters into something, they still kind of need to look like T's. They, they do look like Dark Souls maces, they, a little bit. They do. I would like do green hammers. I would do wield these. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, would I would do, do wield, wield this yeah. logo. <laughs> I would look at the post, post it on the back and figure out wh- where this came from and how it upgrades. Yeah. And, then I, and then I would <laughs> do <dual> wield <laughs> them. <laughs> What's the lore behind this? These T's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty pretty the, uh, standard cover though, which is um just yeah. half of our team just yelling at us. <clears throat> They're real mad. The the cover of this the the hologram isn't showing up for me. Uh, this is the one with the Magneto hologram. I want to say, um, and it was a cool hologram. The end. <laughs> yeah, and this is John Romita Jr. Art uh, Scott Lobdell writing. Mm-hmm. Um, here, uh, we start off uh with. All of the acolytes finding Fabian Cortez, yes, uh, underwater, 
I, uh, it looks like he's in like an Atlantis base. I went back and like double checked that I was reading this correctly because like this seems like it, 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 I guess it probably just happens in an issue before this or whatever. But this is them discovering his betrayal of the acolytes, right? Like they yeah. they have all found out that like it was him that was responsible for murdering Magneto. Yeah, uh, we get the the Klein stocks, the incre- the weirdest acolyte who is just becomes like this uh, conjoined twin. Uh, four-armed, three-armed fella here. They're all zapping him, and, and Fabian Cortez is still trying to big-time ordering him. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're like, we're, we're not taking your orders, you piece of shit. Uh, he eventually shakes them all off with his ill-defined powers and confronts them, uh, basically. You know, you guys keep accusing me of this. Where's your proof? I did nothing to Magneto. Yeah, you we've, know, we've worked together for so it. long. How could you possibly not trust me? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Brenda, we've been working in the same office. I'm not going to trust you with my child. You're not going to be my godfather or godmother of my children. Come on. Man, Fabian Cortez would be a bad godfather. Um, <laughs> this, uh, this, this is, it's worth noting the time scales involved in like a lot of the, the X-Men stuff that's happening here. Uh, this Magneto's betrayal and all that stuff happened about two years ago in real time. So they they had been working together for a while and been doing some stuff. Yeah, but not I'm not like, saying that they should trust him, but it's it's in comics time. That's a long time for a status quo. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and who spilled the beans? But Exodus. Exodus, another uh, mutant with very ill-defined everything. The and, most ill-defined and a cute yeah. braid. <laughs> yes. Uh, the design nightmare that is Exodus uh, did it. Uh, they're basically all turning on him. Uh, saying, you know, you do not deserve to be in Magneto's new world. We got Magneto. Fabian Cortez freaks out and dives at Exodus. And Exodus, uh, the art's a little dodgy here. John Romita Jr. is always, you know, kind of hit and miss to me. Like, when it hits, I think it's good. Uh, but it looks like he dissolves him. But he's okay. It shows his body on the ground yeah. with energy and stuff. It, but it really, yeah. for a minute, looks like he's just got splatted, like just ripped open. And the thing he got splatted with, uh, Exodus is like, you'll have to suffer slowly. The victim of somebody else's legacy, uh, implying that he has the legacy virus, aka the X Men AIDS virus metaphor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know if he had this beforehand or the idea is Exodus just blasted it with blasted him with it. Uh, which is definitely what I thought as a kid. What is it? Like, oh shit! Is Exodus the one giving everybody the legacy virus? What if every time you got an STD, like it just felt like this, like you got blasted across? Oh my the god! Room, right? You like you would just know instantly. Oh my grabs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm just very happy to never have had an STD. Same. same. Um, yeah. Never, never, uh, you know, it's great. I've got friends who have had them. No shame in it. But I just said, uh, yeah, got keep a clean ship. Um, we cut over to Xavier staring at himself in the mirror, uh, pontificating, mm-hmm. you know, uh, basically uh, angsting about losing Ileana uh, because this is the day of her funeral. She and we should we should note that Ileana also died from the legacy virus. So this is this is a yes. pretty decent transition. Yeah. Uh and as she is very upset, his she our girlfriend sends a telegram to him to give him a pep talk. Yeah. Uh basically. I mean, look, this weekend, this past week, uh Drake appeared on stage with a hologram of, of himself, like a a younger oh. Drake. Um so this just feels <laughs> to me like very this is something very Drake like in, in execution. Yes. <laughs> Lalandra is the Drake. I mean, they are bird people. So they are bird first. people and you know. Um Drake is kind the, of a bird uh, person now that you think about it. Yeah. It's a mallard, Drake's whatever. The uh she's basically saying, you know, you have a good heart, your dream is alive, uh, you're doing your best. Good job. And then she uh fades out. 
the Shi'ar technology only allows them to do this lo- so long, allows her to do this so long. This is like when I'm on a phone call with one of my coworkers for too long, and I'm just like, hey, I got another call coming in. This is a customer. I got to take it. I'll, be, I'll call you right back. And then I just don't call him back. I just wanted to get off the phone. Like, I feel like Lalandra is like, just. Oh, at, my God. And a couple of minutes yeah. in, just start like twiddling that knob that gives us the, the, the reception. <laughs> I was thinking about the time difference. Like, for this to be at funeral times on Earth, who even knows what time it is on the Shiar homeworld? Like, if Lalandra had to get up and get dressed and put on her makeup at like. 3 a.m. I, I, you know, I love, this. I love sci-fi stuff. Uh, you know, the, all of, you know, space and science and all of this stuff is, is super exciting when you think about it. And like in a fantasy setting, like an X-Men, it's always super fun. And it's always really, really funny to me when science fiction goes out of its way to be like, it was 1245 earth time <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> They've, the, uh, the Cyclops series was doing this because the Cyclops spends a bunch of time in space and it was like, he has spent, you know, 11 earth days. And I'm like, what? Well, how many like Cree days is that? Like, what do you can't yeah. you can't just say Earth days? Like, I need more information, yeah. please. Or you could have just said days, and nobody would have noticed it. Or and not, or you like yeah. the or the very particular nerd that would like you can just not worry about him. <laughs> like, it's yeah. okay. That, you don't have to. You don't have to bow to that nerd. Um, Xavier, uh, basically, again, he's just saying Xavier shit. You know, uh, talking about how alone he is, angsting, but he's like, I'm finally going to do it. And he opens up uh, his bank of three huge monitors, uh, or it looks like three monitor, huge monitors, but they're actually very small. It's a weird optical illusion that looks like a, a little tiny chair in front of huge monitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's actually a little doodad uh, that have, says underground the Magneto protocols. Oh, uh, here. okay. Yeah. We're going to find out what the Magneto protocols are, which is very funny. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, just... don't, I wouldn't call this plan a protocol. It's not like a bad plan or anything. You know, it, it's fine. It's just X-Men doing mission shit. But it, the fact that this isn't a super secret folder, that the, the plan is go fly to him and fry his brain. Yeah. Uh, is, is literally the protocol. This is Which right. I imagine is Xavier's protocol for like almost everybody. That's probably the paperboy protocol. That's like the, you know, the, the, the rude barista protocol. Uh, I bet <laughs> that's all of it. I bet they work very hard not to get uh, Xavier on the phone with like a Comcast support technician. Cause he would just instantly oh just God. fry them across from the phone. Like it happened once. Like he, he completely executed some poor like water utility worker. It was like, no, there probably, used, probably used to be a competitor for Comcast. <laughs> Uh, that that cross Xavier in. and we've now there's no longer House yeah, of yeah. M'd. Yeah, we've been House of M'd and forgetting it. We House of M'd Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to the outside of the mansion, and we have a pretty long-winded, like, uh, kind of narration that's just going to serve to get us into space so that we can see Magneto um, on his yeah. spaceship that is uh, not called Ship anymore. It's called Avalon. Yes, uh, named after the Roxy music. Of course. Uh, song. And this, you know, this is Scott Lobdell's whole deal is doing Chris Claremont impersonations. So everyone is pontificating to themselves all the time. You know, here, uh, this is when uh, Magneto is apologizing, doing the same thing Xavier is doing. Mm-hmm. Apologizing because I wasn't strong enough either. You know, Xavier is saying I wasn't strong enough to, to fight Magneto and protect Ilyana. Magneto is saying I wasn't strong enough to kill all the humans and protect all the mutants. Yes. You know. Uh, but I do have Avalon. I'm going to bring the humans up. 
And of course, he has to go through like his whole history, right? We've and we've seen this this, yes. this history of his uh, wife and his daughter being murdered, um, soldiers coming to shoot him. I mentioned this, I think, in the that the prequel, the lead up to this, like follows one of these dudes that survives and um, has he has a whole story and gets a weird suit <laughs> that prevents Magneto mm-hmm. from sensing him. Um, and I do actually kind of dig the art on like the main big page where like Magneto freaks I- out a little bit. Uh, this is Jay Lee, I think, yeah, uh, who is one of my favorite 90s uh, Marvel artists who kind of has fallen out of favor. Um, I love this dude. Yeah, I, I think this is this is great. But like if you just like unfocus your eyes and look at the art and to see all of the text boxes on it, you're like, what in the fuck do you need to say? <laughs> like this is yeah. <laughs> why are we talking about this, this long about it? It's uh, and it's all stuff we know. Uh, they, they're, they're underlining their themes since they're going to have this big big fight Mm -hmm. you know this is this is establishing that magneto really really likes vengeance and really wants to to do it yep you know there's little of the man remaining now it's just magneto you know as his helmet putting on ceremony (laughs) uh he has to he has to go through this whole thing every time he puts on his the thing about dewey cox is he remembers his whole life before he goes on stage like we didn't Um, we we didn't we didn't talk about it but like when he first starts this when we first go to magneto he's literally got his helmet on like a little throne surrounded by like melted candles and the whole nine like it's it's because he bought it from entertainment Earth. it's a replica (laughs) it's a replica (laughs) perfect yeah yeah it comes with a little stand so you can it's a prop replica he's got an iron man helmet a black panther helmet exodus why is our spencer's bill so high this month (laughs) (laughs) cortez <laughs> uh but yeah he's he's just like i'm gonna do a vengeance yes um know? and i don't know uh, that we, we specifically um it's been i apologize i didn't have time to to read this right before the podcast like i usually do but i've I read this like twice already so I'm, yeah. not, I'm not too stressed about it but uh his vengeance is going to be interrupting a funeral for a young teenager which is pretty it's, it's awful vengeance yeah yeah um, it, this is this is the the issue that i think magneto is the most villainous that kind of fucks up things yeah uh, for the thing for the story we go back to the mansion mansion where uh kitty is hunting for food uh in the in the refrigerator and uh storm comes up fully costumed stormed and kind of relaxed kitty and kitty is kind of re- regretting as you do when someone close to you dies like what did we do to get here what choices could i have made differently like you would still be at kenya iliana which probably my best friend would still be alive like she's going through that mourning process and and storm is like i get you but like also all of this stuff is done for a reason. And like the, the fact that we all knew each other is better than us not ever having met one another. Um, and then she takes yeah. Kitty on an air ride, which I guarantee you if every single funeral I've attended would have been better if I'd gotten in a little air ride from storm beforehand, every, yeah. every single one. For, Kitty fried just here for the zip line. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. The, I mean, this is a sweet moment. Like I like, I've Me always like storm mm-hmm. and Kitty pride's relationship. Uh, I also like how this gives us a rare pick, uh, peek inside the X-Men's fridge. Oh yeah! Every time this happens, I love it. Uh, so they've got one of those old timey plastic like sun tea jugs. That's so well observed. Every family had this mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. thing. Uh, two what look like uh, cans, like canned beans or something. See, I've read this as uh, uh, like things of yogurt. Uh, oh, I guess suppose they could be yogurts. They have weird lids. They do have weird lids for uh, yogurt, but, but yeah. I kind of read those as yogurt. I'm not sure if that is. It's some sort of weird like diet Snapple situation on the right hand side. A, a, a diet Snapple, <laughs> uh, a tub of just macaroni, and then uh, a butter that I can't quite read, but it kind of looks like the butter's name is Greg. 
What's <laughs> <laughs> the name of this butter? Hey, that butter's been around since 1884, it looks like. So maybe you don't mess with Crag, okay? Here. Yeah, respect Crag. Uh, um, respect your elder butters. And also, mm. like as a as a big, it's a huge fan of funeral food. Uh, like I feel like nobody brought food for Ileana. Like we didn't. Like yeah. X Factor showed up and didn't bring a fucking cake. Like nobody brought. Yeah, multiple potatoes. men could just literally be yeah doing doing this. At least have some pizzas delivered. God, do you, um, do you remember the, the time that they were making Thanksgiving dinner on the animated series and Gene was like, "Get out of here, Gambit! That's too much seasoning." <laughs> I certainly do. It just a little cayenne pepper. <laughs> Just normal Christmas food, damn it. Uh, um, did need seasoning. No, it doesn't. Uh, just in <laughs> hindsight, maybe, maybe my favorite moment from that entire show. <laughs> just so it, good. It's, it's up there with Table Boy as like my favorite things that have happened. And and they're in the same episode. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's it's, also it's, the episode where Wolverine uh, cuts the turkey with his claws, right? Like that all happens yeah, at the same claws. time. Oh, God. It's yeah. so gross. Uh, we also, uh, man, speaking of Gambit, not this episode, but next episode. The way that Gambit is written in the Larry Hamill Wolverine series mm-hmm. is so funny. <laughs> I, I, um, anywho, uh, they they cut out as they're they're flying. Uh, they notice Colossus. He's all metaled up, dressed in black, and he's burning all of his like Fleer trading card paintings of the other X Men. I love this. I love. God yeah, this Colossus. this is great. Um, <laughs> Big messy is listening to My Chemical Romance. Oh shit. my god, I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say mom in Russian. I feel like I should know that or something. But I was going to do the mom. It's not a. It's not a phase thing. But I just couldn't get there in Russian. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is not the phase. Yeah, and he's he's just real bummed and like kind of unfeeling, cold on the outside. Like obviously, like Kitty's trying to appeal to his humanity. Like you can't want to burn all of these, right? He's like, well, if you want one, that's yeah. fine. Uh, and she gives him this big hug, and he's just unresponsive. Like he doesn't. He doesn't have, respond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she runs that's, away. That's crying. a great. The art is selling that really well. Yeah. Like the posture of that, like the acting in those panels is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, he's he's shut down. He's a beep boop robot man now. Uh, we cut over to Banshee and Bishop who were set to put out the tables uh, I do, in I, full uniform. I, I, I love this. Uh, but also we need to talk yeah. about where this is because the narration says that it's oh, yeah. the yeah. first mission house of worship for the Salem Center. Like this was the pilg- where the pilgrims came to worship. And all I could think about is fucking the witch. It's the, 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 the movie, the, not fucking the witch, that's sounding wrong, but the movie, yeah. the witch. Uh, because yeah. I just, just having like, I don't know, spooky X-Men stuff would really appeal to me. I feel like that's a good time. So That's a cool idea. Yeah. These have these X-Men comics called, or they weren't comics, they were uh, prose things called X-Men Chillers that were like trying to capitalize on Goosebumps. Did you know about those? I probably did, but I always remember trying to read prose of the X-Men and just getting really put off. And I was a big, oh. I was a big reader too, but I just, there's something about like reading about Cyclops that just did not work for me whatsoever as a kid. It's a, it's excruciating. <laughs> it's, it's like, you can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like like it just seems like. about the X-Men. Yeah. I just, I just don't Holy know. shit. It would be awful, man. Like imagine. Yeah. Are there, maybe somebody needs to pay game the Game of Thrones guy to do some. Let's give give me one book. Let's see what he can do with yeah. Game of Thrones or maybe. with uh, X Men. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, is is, is has death on their mind. You know, uh, this is Bishop being his like I'm a hard ass from the future. What is the point of funerals? You know, the girl died. There's nothing more than that. Uh, you know, and Banshee saying no, we have to mourn your friends. Uh, you know, you make your, your future sound so tempting. Bishop's like, oh, you know, you sound like you don't believe I'm from the future. Uh, and Bishop's probably sick of saying that. <laughs> and Banshee's like, no, I, I totally believe you're from the future. You're just not from, from mine. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make things better than that. Uh, flash forward to him dying. 
uh, from the third <laughs> Summers brother coming back as a horseman of apocalypse. Perfect. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and now it's time for funeral time. Um, yep. We have this really big spread of all of the X-Men and their full regalia. I'm glad they kind of point this out uh, as being like a thing that the X-Men do, uh, because otherwise it would just be so fucking silly for everybody to be. Actually, it is very, very silly, but at least it's like a thing <laughs> that they do, right? Like at least if it's silly yeah. with a purpose, I can, I can hang with it because like, I don't know, getting your fucking combat tactical gear on to go to a child's funeral is just a ridiculous thing to do. It's, it's pretty garish for a funeral. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it's a, like if you're, if you're showing up dressed as boom, boom for a funeral, like, I don't know, Jubilee at a funeral is like a metaphor of some kind, but the idea that they're kind of, you know, this is, these are uniforms. Like, this is almost like a military thing. You know, and they're, they're honoring a comrade, even though it was just a baby. Like, it's wild, yeah. it's wild that Bobby's iced up. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I can't remember if during this time if he's always iced up. Oh, is he, oh this might be that time. You're right. Yeah, I there might be. There's a that. period in which he's iced up all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if that's this, though. I'm not trying to gotcha. You know? uh, I know that Warren can't turn back into a human at this point. He's always Archangel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, they're talking about, yeah, and again, this, there's so, there are too many words in this comic in a big bad way uh every single page is just paragraph upon paragraph of the same kind of purple prose you know uh this is storm giving the eulogy and it's it's fine it's okay but it ironically reminds me of exactly what happened at my mom's funeral which i think we've talked about on the podcast before where the dude just wouldn't fucking shut up like he was he was so off topic and just rambling i'm like i'm just like who are you who is this for it's not for me it's (laughs) my time to shine yeah um the the fucking uh i I told you i'm sure this is in the same episode the really weird episode of the sex men animated series podcast where we ended up talking about our respective mother's <laughs> funeral a lot but I, I had that person that old acquaintance from us younger who like was doing networking at my funeral like she yes. didn't get up in front of everybody and be like does anyone know if i can get a job but like was going around networking with people and then also was like every time there was a prompt where somebody could say something said something jump in uh awful yeah it fucking sucked awful yeah, awful, awful. yeah um, they're like about it. to get their funeral crashed uh, we see this this POV from the sky looking down on them uh, at first is kind of foreshadowing. Yep. Um, yeah. Before that, though, uh, we get uh, a little bit of like back and forth with the X-Force team about their new leader being suspicious because of the cable stuff. Um, and then Xavier tries to pull Peter aside and just say how terribly sorry he is. And Peter, um, in a very uncharacteristic fashion, is like, are you like I have trouble believing literally anything that you say now and blows up on him kind of blaming yes not kind of but act- actively blaming xavier for liliana's death of like hey i believed in your dream i joined up you told me that we could help the world that i was part of a larger whole all of that seems fake all of that failed me like now yeah, yeah. i have none of my family left uh, and- uh it's it's worth noting as much as i don't like this issue very much i do like colossus's little arc that comes out of the storyline quite a bit um, it makes sense for him because he's always been so exceedingly sister pilled, you know, like everything he does is for Ileana. It even shows up in the cartoon. Sure. You know, it's his main thing. Uh, and somebody being like, why do we have to deal with all this tragedy when we're doing the right thing is natural. You know, it's, it's easy to forget how young uh, Colossus would be mm-hmm. uh, here. Like it was the 1975 that uh, he first joined and he was like a teen then. You know, so he's probably supposed to be in like his mid twenties. Yeah, uh, it it makes sense to have this existential freakout. Absolutely. You yeah, know, even if he's wrong, I really like Cyclops in the nineties before anyone decided to make Cyclops good, where he's just a slow on the upkeep take idiot. 
like this whole fight's happening. He's like, I think something's brewing. And all he does is walk <laughs> up and say, start trying to tell Colossus he's out of line. You know? That's very good. Uh, yeah. and, and Xavier actually says, actually, you know, C- Colossus is, is absolutely right. And that's when uh, Magneto shows up and uh, just with a flash of magnetic energy and what has to be conservatively 140,000 words like a fucking it's, <laughs> like at least it is a fanfic length of supernatural <laughs> it's that fucking long of text on this page and it is absolutely it, ridiculous it's doing a thing that i that i always find falls flat in fiction uh which is when you reveal something to the audience before you re- reveal it to the characters but still want to get cash out the reveal to the characters yep mm-hmm. right so Magneto showing up here is a really big deal to the X-Men. They're all surprised they thought he was dead. But we knew we've been spending several issues with him. We know he's back. So, but we still have to have everybody act all shocked. And I, I get it, you know. But in, in general, I think it's probably a good thing to reveal this sort of thing to the characters and the audience at the same time. Yes. Uh, or, or do this better than this. And this is where Magneto fucking starts sucking. Like, uh, he's just like, you know, ah, that is why I've chosen this moment to return. It is obvious your dream sucks. Like, it's very opportunist and disrespectful for Magneto. Yes. uh, To do this. It does not. This is not the same Magneto that, like, led the school. This is not the same Magneto as anything. Yeah, it's you know, it's pure villain. He's like on kick. It's a it's a it's a pretty shitty like I think it's a shitty characterization. As much as I like the like Colossus kind of breaking bad a little bit in this, or at least pushing back against the beliefs that Xavier instilled in him, like that makes sense to me. This doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, and it gets progressively worse after the uh, acolytes show up uh, because they yes. they're there and they're like praise be to Magneto. He's our god. Everything's fantastic, and and he, he doesn't even like. <laughs> Oh, I forgot the first thing that he do Magneto does is break Charles's chair. Like Jesus Christ, Magneto. It's it's really rough. Like it's just, you know, what a what a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, I also don't like that this uh Wolverine's gonna take him out and Magneto just shoves Wolverine back and makes his claws go back in, which we did not need reminding that uh magnets work on metal. You know? This just makes it seem stupid that Wolverine went and threw himself at him in the next issue and got torn up. Yes. You know, and, and Xavier for all of the, like the good, you know, we're generally down for critiques of Xavier in this. Xavier is just like, there's no need for this. Like we're at a funeral, you know, <laughs> he's, he's begging him. Yeah. Uh, and again, he takes apart his chair. Like nobody's, you know, he's magnetically holding everyone in place. Which I also don't like, by the way. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like yeah. the, the the real big problem I have with this arc in general, uh, or with this crossover in general, is just, it's like, we get to make up everything that Magneto's powers do. Like, some of the stuff yeah. really, uh, mm-hmm. like, holding people in place with the iron in their blood, just, I don't, I don't think that he could do that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Magneto, I just, just don't think that you yeah. could do that. Maybe one he, person, if they had a lot of iron in their blood, but no. Yeah, if they ate tons and tons of steak. Uh, as he's saying this, he's talking about how, you know, his way is the right way. Quicksilver points out, um, you know, that the acolytes just did the slaughter thing. And, uh, Magneto says, this is some awful shit. Like Sanyaka's like, yes, you know, words can express my joy. I, you know, I love working with you. Uh, and he, uh, Quicksilver says you did these horrible crimes. Magneto says crimes, my son, is it a crime to put an animal out of its misery? What you witnessed was tossing of the gauntlet, the first sign of mutants taking the initiative to free themselves from the human oppressors at last. Uh, if, if I hadn't been in the Antarctic getting my strength, Sinyaka would have gotten my blessing. 
uh, Woody, though, are you sure that's the reason why? Because Sinyaka and all those guys just went and killed a bunch of people who in a an old folks home or yeah. like a, a hospital. Yeah. Like that that is that's beneath you, Magneto. Like they went to an you know, ICU. That, that, <laughs> like what are you yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck are that's you talking about? Skull shit. Like, yeah. you know, that is and they'll they'll point that out to him. Like he's doing Nazi shit and he's supposed to not like Nazis. But like that is just so over the top villainous that like I don't I don't want any character to do that in a comic. Like that that breaks fiction for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I just, it, it is, for this to work and have any meaning at all, Magneto has to have kind of a point. The reason why he has to have kind of a point is because we have to believe Colossus can join him. We have to believe that Xavier wiping his mind is bad. Yes. And every other issue in this crossover does a pretty good job with that. This one absolutely dog shits it. It's, I mean, it's, uh, it stands out as one of the worst d- d- set of dialogue from Magneto ever because it goes, it flies completely oh yeah. in the face of everything else that he's saying. Like all the rest of the time, he's like, we want to offer the mutants a chance at salvation. Like we're, we're going to give them this place to live separately from the humans because I know they'll never come to accept us. Like, and then this is like, oh yeah, if they get old, they die. Absolutely. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not, we're not naturally or nothing. We send Senyaka. We're going to send Spore at him. Like if you if you get to a certain age age a spore alert shows up and Spore Dash sends a, sp- a pipe and hot spore directly uh, to your door to kill you. Let's do a 2023 remake of Logan's Run, except it's just Spore coming after it's, Logan. It's Wolverine. <laughs> it's, just, it's Wolverine <laughs> and Spore. Absolutely, there we go. <laughs> um. So he and then he says, uh, you know, I would have given you my blessing, but I did not. And he crushes Senyaka beneath his shitty tentacles. I do. I do, uh, I do like this because it's a it's a badass move, and then the reaction panel to, to the X from the X Men is fantastic. Like Jean's yeah, yeah, hiding her face and in, in Cyclops' chest. Jubilee looks like she's about to puke. Colossus, best day of his life, minus the Iliana funeral yeah, thing. He, He's so happy yeah. about this. He's like, "That's exactly what I wanted to do to that dude. That's exactly what yeah. I would have done." Yeah, uh, it's a real shitty thing to do. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> but but it, it uh, and it doesn't make any sense because Magneto's also not you know none may disobey me like that's not the style of a villain he is either that's like dr doom shit you know th- this is him dressing up as worse villains like the the line here do not weep for this pathetic man for i have not slain him rather he has been liberated from the enslavement that was his life no no that's just what called, are you talking that's about? just called killing <laughs> that's just you just murdered yeah. that dude you have slain him yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. such a bad dialogue uh, also in that panel g- panel uh get a load of curvy magneto I love my curvy Magneto. Look, <laughs> yes. at, look at his look at his left leg, and how big and long that thigh is. I love it, dude. I absolutely love it. The amount of meat you could get off that Magneto. I love my Magnetos um, old with their knees low. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Uh, this is for the time is gone for debating, choosing sides, for questioning my ultimate authority. From this day, all those who do not stand with me are among my enemies. It, it's directly contradicting everything he just said in all the other issues like the, the everything you know when cannonball was like no, no no we had to let rusty and skids stay they made their choice you know uh magneto's not saying no one has a choice with magneto uh it fucking sucks uh you know and and everyone's uh shocked by this they show his uh flying fortress comes down yep. uh to, to see everything uh avalon can do that apparently uh and uh they they brandish swords again charles xavier is very shocked that this happened yeah and i'm like i don't know particularly why um and in the background of this whole fight because xavier and xavier maybe are going to like talk at each other for a while 
but meanwhile, all of the X-Men have just been frozen by Magneto's power while all of this energy kind of pulses through the air. And of course, Bishop's mutant power deals with the absorption and then the release of energy. So he's just been absorbing all of this this entire time. Uh, and so there's something that's about to happen. I'm not kidding you. I'm just I'm looking at this panel and my eyes are just rolling at the, the bottom left hand side where Magneto it, has five yeah. paragraphs in a quarter page panel. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's 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 a uh, it's is just too many words. You know, it's also he's playing this uh, Ilyana card. He's like, you know, try walking my path. We know mutants won't last long in this world. Ilyana will be the first. My dude, Ilyana died from the legacy virus, which is what Strife did. Like, Strife's not a human. He's a clone of Cable from the future. 90s X-Men has been dealing with more than human versus mutants and you can't just like you know do them all at once for convenience and I guess you know? like and and there's probably probably more of an argument that, like she was following Charles dream and that's what got her killed but like also no <laughs> it kind of didn't because people get the legacy virus without I can't remember how the legacy virus is spread exactly but it's not spread by like being an X-Man you know, like the people who don't have anything to do with the X-Men still get the legacy virus. I think it's lengthy monologues. I think if you're in yeah, a room it's, with somebody. It's what's giving me the fucking legacy virus. <laughs> you're just I, in a room with somebody. Like, they talk for more than four minutes about a thing. You're like, oh, God, now I'm going to die. I think a thing, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah. So the uh, bishop finally blows up and hits Magneto and throws him through the wall of a church uh, with a mighty crunch. <laughs> Uh, which frees everybody. Finally. You know, there. Yep, finally. Uh, and, uh, you know, everyone's real scared. This is a big deal. Magneto's more powerful than he's ever been. Yep. You know, um, you know they're going to fight them. They're going to do what they must, you know, to, to fight Magneto. Magneto comes back and he goes, this? This is how you repay the courtesy I extended you? Like, what on earth are you fucking talking about, you maniac? Yeah, just uh, the, like, the utter, utter bonkers bullshit at this point. Like, and yeah. And just again... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven paragraphs of dialogue after he stands up. Like, what can you pot? Why do you need this much space, Scott Lapdell? You don't. Yeah. You're not saying uh, uh, anything. Everybody starts doing a Care Bear power thing to put all of their power into Bishop so Bishop can blast him. While this is happening, you know, they're like, oh, we have to take him down. And Magneto says, actually, this whole area will be nothing but a smoldering crater. A testament to the world for every life claimed by Strife's legacy, I will take 10,000 humans and penance. I cannot stress this enough. Strife has nothing to do with this conflict. <laughs> you, you colossal dumbass. Like, it is just the worst Magneto I've ever seen. It's, it's um, really bad. Uh, yeah. Rogue decides she's going to make a, a, a run, and she rushes, yep. flies up to him, gives him the smoochy smooch and is surprised when it doesn't work. It doesn't uh, absorb all of his power. Uh, it just, he, yep. And he says it's, he, she steals a little bit, but not enough uh, and to do, yep. really do anything with. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I guess we're just, it's not really how Rogue's powers ever work, but okay, cool. Yeah, sure. I guess that's where we're at. I do, I do like that she just throws him directly at Gambit. Or throws her directly at Gambit. Yes. Yeah. With a nice walk. <laughs> like it's a sound. very, yeah. very funny thing to do to to, to Rogue uh, at the end of this, I suppose. Uh, he's basically saying in a different world, you know, we would have had, uh, you know, a romance because they've always had that uh, there. And then he uh, grabs uh, a fence, wraps up a bunch of people with his metal fence. Um, but then Bishop, you know, who's saving the day, comes up and blasts him some more because he has a lot of power. Yeah. Uh, here. Bishop's Bishop's dialogue yeah. has a has a black and red outline on it, so you know that shit's fucking serious, man. Yeah. That shit is. He's very angry. He is super angry and he's super powerful. Yeah. Um. 
they're all, you know, they, they bring the fight to them enough. While this is happening, the uh, Avalon is starting to sink. Mm-hmm. Which here, uh, Jean Grey has to hold it up. Yep, because of course, if this crashes okay. on Earth, the, the devastation will be unthinkable. Uh, and meanwhile, Bishop is just pouring energy on Magneto when, surprise, Colossus comes and like just fucking <laughs> punches him in the back, <laughs> nails him in the back with a huge <laughs> metal fist, uh, which has yeah. to hurt. Like, this has to be extremely painful. And he's like, yeah. actually, I'm going to join Magneto's side. Um, and I. You know, when I read this comic, we this is kind of the reason that we read this comic, right? Like, we were curious about uh, about Colossus kind of going to the dark side to a degree. And I, I kind of dig the buildup to this. I can't imagine following Magneto anywhere after hearing this speech. Like, or just, not no. even, like, if, even if even if Peter just didn't speak English, if he just heard, if he was just, like, watching a dude <laughs> talk for this long, he'd be like, mm-mm, yeah, 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 yeah. This sucks. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I, the, uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't, he has not made a compelling case for somebody who's not a psychopath. Like, this is how you recruit Sinyakas. This isn't how you recruit Colossus is. And we're going to find out it's a little bit complicated because Colossus has a head injury. Uh, the last issue of this crossover is a long surgery. Uh, weirdly Christ. enough, with all the X-Men using their powers to commit surgery on Colossus. Uh, uh, why didn't, they, why didn't they just shrink themselves down and go and attack the, 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 the illness itself? That would have been perfect. <laughs> That'd be great. That, I Man, I, I would love to see that. Like a tiny, <laughs> tiny cyclops, like blasting white blood cells it, it's such a uh, it's such a fine line between x babies and tiny cyclops like it's just <laughs> I mean, well see one of them's an infant and one of them's just a cyclops but very small and the, the it's very important distinction huge huge distinction about yeah. and, and a huge difference in quality um yes we have this 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 big panel uh between xavier and magneto where they're just yelling at each other uh except actually xavier is, is talking he's now it's his turn to talk about paragraphs and inherent yeah. goodness and you know you can't be can't believe that you're doing this it's exactly what happened to you as a child and magneto responds with arg <laughs> yeah <laughs> the uh he doesn't have a counterpoint for that really unnecessarily. Uh, uh, they continue to fight, you know, uh, there, are who, who cons- there are those who consider us the strongest beings on the planet. We both know that you and I have both started at the same point in our lives. You know, we're not so different. We could have made a difference. Do you remember, Eric, how you lost your soul? You know, the promise uh, and everything. And he, uh, we get again, two more pages of yelling. Uh, you know, I convinced myself that, you know, you, Magneto, were actually a good guy, that you could be made to see the reason I had to believe you that. You know, if I have to, if I have to actually take you out, I will, you know, uh, and Magneto starts floating up to space here with Xavier clinging to him, uh, until he gets so high in space that he drops Xavier from orbit of some kind, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, seems like a good way to die. Uh, but then luckily Archangel catches him. Yeah. Brings him right back down to earth. Like this is an NBD. Yeah. Yeah, No no big deal. He's fine. Uh, but the gauntlet has been thrown and Colossus has been taken, which is a good, the mechanics of this, like X-Men finding out Magneto's alive. Good. Colossus switching sides. Good. Uh, that's it. Everything else is impossible. Uh, really, really the worst of what the nineties have to offer. Yes, absolutely. Um, to me. The, the, and, um, whatchamacallit, yeah. the, all the storm and kitty stuff I thought was actually really good. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple pretty good things yeah. in this. Uh, but it's it's largely a bad comic and largely, you know, it's bad for its time, but also the even the next thing we're talking about, uh, you know, the X-Men 25 uh, is a better comic. Yes. You know, like it's it's even on the curve of 90s superhero comics like this is a pretty bad one. Yeah. So, 
Uh, let's move on to Greener Pastures, though. Let's do it. With uh, X-Men 25. Great cover. Um, this is all, oh, great cover. <clears throat> all of yeah, the yeah. X-Men, some in spacesuits, some in not spacesuits, uh, yep. fighting Magneto, who is holding Wolverine to the ground. Uh, always love this classic 90s thing where Wolverine's mask comes off in little bitty pieces, like you're trying to unwrap like yes. a, the world's worst Slim Jim rapper. Um, <laughs> just, just, the, or the best one that regenerates. I guess so. Yeah, just like... just Like know, if you had a Slim Jim with a healing factor, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was my snack before the podcast, and now I am deeply regretting my actions. <laughs> Slim Jim with a healing factor. I know, I know, it's serious. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we cut over uh, to the world panicking. Uh, we have the president calling Boris Yeltsin, you know, uh, and they're saying, like, listen, we're going to do the Magneto protocols now. Um, the things that uh, Xavier was looking at before. Yep. You know, we cannot do this. Nick Fury is there. Yep. Uh, Forge is there, you know, government liaison uh, for X Factor at this point. Um, this is this is bad. So we're going to finally enact this. And the Magneto protocols are defensive. Yeah. Uh, it's worth noting the Magneto protocols aren't let's find a bunch of mutants and kill them. <laughs> let's make legacy virus too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not even let's like release the sentinels that we have. Like, it's just like, yeah. oh, we're going to like shoot some lasers around the earth. And like, I think what is it? Like, like a shield. Yeah. It just makes a shield around it. But it also like changes the, the magnetic polarity a little bit um, with the idea being that he wouldn't be able to use his powers. He wouldn't be as strong, uh, which is kind of cool. Yes. I like that as an idea. As which, a, well, and also what reasonable Magneto would have a problem with this. Like Magneto does have a problem with this and this is the better Magneto. You know, it's not as, but it just seems like, Oh, like you want to have your own uh, space station. We're going to have our own thing and we can't have you there just blowing up churches and killing people for no reason. You know, exactly. Uh, Sinyaka probably had citizenship of somewhere. Like you can't just go here and murder people yeah. with your powers. So, yeah, um, this obviously, you know, Magneto is watching this uh, from his spaceship in Avalon, and like all of the acolytes are there, um, and he's super mad about it. Um, like you know, yes, uh, and he's just basically going through. I uh, can't believe humans are going are doing this. Uh, you know, we we should be allowed to live free uh, if we want to. And if, when I at first glance at this panel with all of the acolytes, I, some for some reason I thought Magneto had his arm around Exodus like they were little buds. And I thought it was very cute, <laughs> but it's but it's not. It looks a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. I just had a moment, and I was yeah. like, "Oh." <laughs> Exodus's shoulder pad is the same color as, as Magneto's glove. That's that's how you show loyalty. That's how you show loyalty. Um, he considers this an attack, you know. And here's where he's like, you know, for too long I have done this uh, this little tete a tete with people in power. You know, I assumed that the, as administrations came and went, figureheads would change, and somebody would believe that we had a right to be free. This is so weird coming off the last one where he's like, I will kill 10,000 humans for every time somebody dies of the legacy virus. It's, you know, it cannot be stated enough. It's like the main problem with all of these Marvel crossover events, like for all of the excitement and the things that they want to do with them. It just is always going to be a little fucking weird when you have multiple writers writing the same character and they are not talking to yeah. each other. <laughs> it, that's a huge editing problem. Yeah. Like that's, the editors are supposed to fix that. They don't. Uh, so here's where he does, he crosses the moral event horizon. He flies out in space uh, using magnets to breathe, uh, stands in front of space and zaps the earth, causing a worldwide uh, EMP blast. Yes. Turning off all of the electronics on earth. Uh, this is one of the worst things that somebody could ever do. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if this doesn't seem that bad, uh, they show like cars crashing and stuff, but it's like, think about it, you know, like later in the issue, they're like, oh, maybe hundreds, maybe thousands of people died. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like every single person on life support, every single person on a plane, uh, a lot of people in cars, any, like if you just turn off all the electricity in the world, a lot of people fucking die. Yeah. You know? And that's, and that's just like from the immediate side of it. Uh, the, yes. the the fallout from this as as people begin to realize that there's no law essentially like and go fucking crazy um i think about the only worst thing that you could do to the planet is like halt its rotation for a second and just, oh yeah and, like, then everyone would die and, then every, and like, the, he's threatened to do that before in I, the 60s yeah i know that's, yeah. that's why like, he's got some yeah. good ideas is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so should we check in on uh one of the things i like about this comic is it is showing the whole world yes mm-hmm. you know uh reacting to this like showing it's a worldwide threat we show the fantastic four reacting uh sunfire uh sees this happening uh it happened to the kremlin ha- we see excalibur uh i love uh no, captain britain has always sucked uh that's one of the things that's been fun to go back to these 90s comics um where you know this big thing happens nightcrawler is like what happened to the power you know and <laughs> captain britain who's drinking tea says i'm not certain but the backup general should come on sort in a moment Just- like this isn't a job for Excalibur. Completely un- uh, unbothered by this entire event happening. Yeah, yeah. this has this got nothing to do with Excalibur. Uh, we're not going to fuck with this. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's really bad. You know, um, Beast and uh, Banshee turn on the um, the the backup generators and are just like, man, this is really bad. We got to let Charles Xavier know what the fuck happened. It's really there. it's really hilarious to me as a guy that has backup generators at his house because of hurricanes mm-hmm. um that we see like for all of the world this looks like he's got like a screwdriver and he's like wrenching on some technology and i'm like dude i do this like this isn't beast <laughs> smart stuff like <laughs> this isn't beast level. yeah yeah yeah. It's, all you gotta yeah. do is just like jerk that chain and make sure to point the carbon uh monoxide like away from your window and like you're good to go like this is pretty simple <laughs> this is a shiar one they, they get yeah. a lot of extra stuff i've got a honda that does this and it's quiet <laughs> Um, the, uh, we cut over to our title page with uh, the X-Men, uh, you know, Fabian Nitsieza, Nitsieza as the writer, uh, the great Andy Kubert, um, as the artist, like very classic nineties X-Men house style mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, the, the title of the issue dreams fade. Uh, this is the 25th anor- uh, issue of this X-Men big round number. So big thing happens. Yep. Um, and Magneto has brought everyone here. He says, you I've called you here. Because I have something to tell you. Xavier, but yes. Um, and also, yeah, or Xavier, yeah. also Xavier, uh, just th- through the art, kind of looking a little disheveled, like, looking a little unshaven, um, and, yeah. and like he's been sleeping pretty badly. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the uh, He's brief Cyclops, who is basically a human PowerPoint for Xavier, and just explains what Xavier told him earlier, <laughs> so he can rest his voice. It's <laughs> very know. funny. Yeah. Like 90s Cyclops is so funny. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, explain, he explains to the X Men what happened. You know, uh, this is uh, this is intended as a provocation. You know, uh, to us, uh, it's provoking us, explaining everything that bad that happened. Yep. Um, you know, Xavier says, "I think this is probably a temporary condition." You know, but the pulse is going to have this horrible effect. Yep. The ferocity is going to be incredibly intense. Rogue says, "How bad is it?" And Scott says, "You know, we don't know." Uh, we're only online because of share technologies, but it's probably very bad. Yeah. 
He lists some of the things that might happen. Perhaps thousands have died, says Xavier. And I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. Y'all need to think bigger. Yeah, tens of thousands. Yeah. This would be a good time to use you know. some of those uh, some of those telepathic powers that can cover the globe to really help some people out. <laughs> if you're asking me, but what do I know about the being a telepath? doesn't work for Cerebro, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, no, no, no. It's more important to create a, a walking suit. Um, the uh, so Magneto or Xavier uh, finally lays it on. He's like, we have to make sure that this can't happen again. Yeah, like this is difficult. Many of us uh, have complicated feelings about Magneto, but this cannot happen. And Wolverine's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. You know, for this dream to survive, Magneto's got to go. Yep. We got to, you know, which is, we are gonna... which is antithesis to what we, what Xavier has raised these X-Men to do. And Scott says yes. this on the next page, him and Beast and Gene are talking and he's like, I don't really like this. And Beast points out like, do you not like it because it's not a good idea or because it, you were kind of totally left out of this idea? Um, yeah. And, and Scott at this point is like, no, I, I think murdering a guy is bad. I think, I think murdering yeah. a dude in cold blood is probably bad. Like, is it worse yeah. than some other things? Like, maybe. Is it better than a lot of other things? Maybe. But still, murdering a guy is bad. Like, there's no question that that's yeah. true. But they're talking about, you know, staying up uh, the Xavier's dream uh, here and how it, you know, it sounds corny, but it sounds uh, really good. And they're interrupted. They're like, did it ever occur to you in the years we've been together uh, that maybe I was wrong? And Xavier is in, in his fatally dorky walking suit. <laughs> Um, just the nerdiest thing that has ever been worn by a character. This, uh, this is the last character you unlock in the video game X-Men Legends is Xavier in the suit. Oh, I don't think I ever got that far, uh, that, that deep into it. Yeah. The, uh, so you can play as the savior if you like. Man, they took, uh, uh, and he punches people and shit. It's funny. They took those Ultimate Alliance games yeah. off of PSN. Oh, did they really? Yeah. The new, like oh. the, the new remasters. Like I was, uh, me and, yeah. um, me and Pad were looking for something to play together the other day and I was like, going through my library and I was like, oh yeah, I have this. We should be able to play this together. And he's like, oh, let me, I'll go buy it right now. I love that on PS2. And then like, could not find it anywhere. And oh, dang. I searched it and apparently there's weird licensing things as you might imagine. So I'd really, uh, I got those when they came out. I was really happy to get them. And I really would like, uh, them to put out X-Men Legends 1 and 2 and the same thing. Me too. Make it easy to play. Like I've got them on my computer, but um those are those scratch and itch like that's the those are like the dumbest games i really like or the most mindless games i really like like they're very beat em up yeah, yeah yeah you know but they're they're fun to me i got autumn into those a little uh, bit just and it's because it's, it's it's close to the same like it's an arpg right like it's just it's, it's a it's yeah, close yeah. to diablo so she was into it for a little bit so <clears throat> it's but it's better because it's got x-mans in it well uh, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently the the theming of hell and killing demons, as opposed to you know, is better it, than it, it, weird robots. Is better than yeah, in Alaska. So. Fuck. Oh well. Um, the uh, so the suit is this thing that allows him to transfer his psychic telepathy into uh, telekinesis. Uh, the Shiar did it, and it makes him. It's very difficult, but he can walk around. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, this is because he's going to be leading the the team uh, for this. You know, they're saying like, hey, you're not really useful in the field. Uh, that's not what you do, man. Um, we punch stuff. You just yell at us about it. And he says, no, no, I agree. That is why, you know, I have this this team set up. And he explains the plan. Uh, you get his uh, close combat operatives to infiltrate. So we got Wolverine and Gambit, our stealthy characters. Uh, Gene and Xavier are going to torture him with... Uh, 
torture his twisted soul. You can attack him at his weakest uh, point, his tortured soul. Yes. <laughs> what a burn. Uh, well, and then and then uh, Quicksilver and Rogue uh, to uh, they have their desire to settle unresolved emotional conflicts. Excuse me. I love that he's like they're not really tactically part of it. We just want to give him a bone. Yeah, yeah. We're just we're, they're know? just here to yell at him for being a bad dad. And Rogue's like, he's not my dad. Yeah. I just call him daddy. Yeah, I I, I just think he's kind of hot, man. This has never actually been that complicated. Uh, and I can sometimes touch him and I can't touch Gambit. Um, the, uh, he, uh, he's, you know, everyone's a little bit upset that, uh, you know, the rest of the team isn't coming and he's like, yeah, but we're in a space station. So we can't have energy blasts, you know, but even without energy blast, why aren't more people coming? Yeah. You know, and beast calls it out. He's like, Oh, you know, you don't expect to make it back. Like we need X-Men to, to carry on after you, this suicide mission, you know? Uh, and he basically says, yeah, if I could, Jean would come as well, uh, but I need her help. Yeah. Jean, if I could, I would keep Jean there, but I, but I need her. I need her to come yep. with. Um, then we get like Gambit and Rogue suiting up in some uh, uh, space X-Men suits, which is always, always a classic. I always love this. Mm. Love that uh, Gambit is just smoking throughout this entire thing, which means this whole area oh, yeah. just stinks like crazy. It actually stinks like Drakkar Noir and smoke. Yeah, dude. Just just the worst. Yeah. Fucking cool water cologne yeah. and camel cigarettes. <laughs> just awful. Yep. Awful. Uh, the, um, you know, the rest of the X-Men show up. They're all getting ready to leave in their spacesuits. You know, and uh, Storm says, you know, we've, Charles, the rest of us have been discussing this. Uh, this is an unnecessary risk. Like, this is putting the X Men in a hazardous position. Uh, you know, this is not great. You should have more people. We should bring all of our forces. This is a suicide stru- uh, mission. Don't you think you'd rather have more strength? Yeah. And-, uh, and he basically says, no, I can't risk everyone. This is me giving up the dream you know, to take this out, but the, you know, the dream will remain here. I'm giving it up, but you have to carry it on, on earth. I do like Storm being like, if you're going to ask the sacrifice of some of us, um, you should ask it for all of us. Like it feels, it, that yeah. feels wrong. And it feels very much in line with like who Storm is to be like, no, 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 these are my teammates. This is my family. If I can't ask of them anything that I wouldn't do myself. Right. Like, yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so, uh, he's, they send them all up, they beam them up onto the, uh, the spaceship they're going to take, yep. they take the little spaceship. Um, and Cyclops and Beast are a little maudlin. than Beast quotes Shakespeare, uh, a Greek poet. It, it's not Shakespeare. It's a Greek tragedy. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sorry. It, it, that probably happens all the time around Beast. Like, oh, more Shakespeare, Henry? No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they teleport on to the thing yep. um they're there uh they're looking around they think the coast is clear but they're being observed on a security monitor uh they put colossus on security detail and he just turns off the monitor perfect perfect yep good job um yeah uh you know and he he's just you know he's still conflicted this is uh, to me this is fine and good yeah um they turn it off uh they start going through the the hallways and everything uh and like I, I like this little bit i like gambit like if we're gonna survive this i'm gonna teach you all to be better thieves <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah you know like everyone just, just be bantering. quiet yeah please yeah um yeah. and of course they run into um i've already forgotten the twins names um rusty and skids rusty and skids we're not twins uh, not twins yeah. yeah um but they run into them and like now they're they're kind of fixed and like we're and they're basically like no 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 we're we, we volunteered to be here we're not prisoners anymore like this is we have chosen to be here <clears throat> 
I love that they start doing superhero banter. Like they're just like, you know, you're going to be hard to see with that black eye. What black eye? The black eye I'm about to give you. You know, and they're going through this, and then Xavier just puts them to sleep. Yeah, it's like no. Nah, we- He's like, we don't have fucking time for this. Did all of that stuff I said on Earth? Did that not get through? <laughs> this is serious times. This is grown up times. Everybody, I want Gene to be like, uh, you guys talked for a long time. Like, I don't know if you. Like, yeah, there were a lot of yeah, monologues. We're not. Yeah, we're not actually playing. Like, don't make all that monologuing for nothing, please. You know, uh, he gives uh, Quicksilver a data disc that he's got to put in. Yep. Yeah, so he he can do that while he's uh, he's moving all super fast, and uh, he's gonna guide him. Uh, Quicksilver zaps past a uh, scanner, loads the USB drive, or whatever. Um, they're waiting for that to load. I love scanners. I know we've there. talked about this before, but that giant arrow pointing down from his yeah. forehead is really good. That's great design right it, there. It's very good. The uh, it's it's like the air, Airbender guy has that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. The X-Men take off their spacesuits, uh, which is like a personal bugbear for mine for when people go into space stations or like on planets. Um, mm. There's a, one of the alien movies do that where like the dude like goes into the weird alien tunnel and immediately takes off his uh, helmet. is like, this is great. And I'm like, why would you ever? It's- why? Yeah. Like what, if, what happens if uh, you get, you know, stuck out? <clears throat> uh, they're, they're continuing their plan. You know, this, this, uh, this disc is going to blow up the station, you know, uh, and they're, they're realizing, oh, it's too easy. Wolverine's like, are you, do you suspect an ambush? And Jean Grey says, no, I think that we've ambushed them. They don't even know we're here. Uh, you know, makes the simplicity of this uh, feel very frightening. Don't you think so, Professor? And Professor's like, no, this is good. Uh, this is what we want. Again, were you not paying attention? Yeah, we, we're uh, up here to, like, to murder this fool. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Serious time. Oh, no, the, the disc wasn't going to blow things up. That's the buttons he's pressing. That made them blind to the sensors. Uh, there. Um, and he mentions, he says, we've had the benefit from some inside assistance. He, he realizes that somebody helped. Yes. Uh, he sets the self-destruct code uh, for the ship. And of course, the acolytes. Uh, and he also teleports all the acolytes off the ship. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this isn't the self Sorry. Uh, he does a lot of things with buttons. <laughs> this is him teleporting all the acolytes into a little pod and sending them out into space. Which is fantastic great work like just i I, I actually kind of legitimately dig this of just like oh there's all my problems let me put them in a little ball and and drop them into space give me the mini series with all the acolytes in like a 10-foot room dude all together arguing in space just constantly constantly arguing with each other you know what it is it's that uh i mean this Hmm. is the exact it's the superhero marvel equivalent of that submarine that just uh, just oh it's (laughs) (laughs) it's very similar to the the submarine yeah I said they survived. Uh, uh, Magneto attacks. Magneto shows up in this room, yep. uh, realizing that the X-Men are out to stop him, yelling at Xavier. Uh, and the first, now we get into our, our first fight scene. Wolverine, uh, who is arguably everybody's favorite X-Men character, uh, still has not learned his lesson that his bones are made of metal and jumps out immediately yes. at, uh, Wolver- uh, at Magneto, who just throws him to the side like he does every single time this happens. <laughs> yep. It's kind of ridiculous. You have to survive. You're, you have to surprise Magneto, you know. Uh, Rogue is like, you've taken this so too far. There are tons of people dead because what you did, you swore that wouldn't happen. You know, and he's like, maybe I was wrong. Pencils have erasers, baby. Um, you know, they had to pay. And everyone's poking holes in his his thing. Like, pay for what? Being alive? And again, Charles Xavier, I really like Charles Xavier in this episode, or this issue, actually, has to constantly be like, stay on, stop being fucking superheroes. We're doing a murder mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, stop. We did this already. You know, don't waste time. The, the whole, Here's the plan. Stick to the fucking plan. Yes. 
You know, they're going to distract him while we get inside his brain and fuck him up, you know? And Gene's whole role in this entire thing is just to be like, what? I don't think that's right, Professor. Just over and over and over. Yeah. Like, it's, it's you know, uh, not very good. And they, yeah. you know, Gambit distracts uh, Magneto with a charged up car to the face. And then uh, yep. able, they were able, Gene and Xavier are able to get inside of his brain where they immediately make him feel the pain of losing his family, his loved ones, again, in all of its intensity. So things are going super great on the psychic plane. Well, I'm not going to say this isn't a fucked up thing to do. Okay. <laughs> but the moral equivocating of this and the uh, killing tens of thousands of people on Earth indiscriminately mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is frustrating to me. Like, making somebody replay their traumas, like, that does suck. I'm not going to say that doesn't suck. It's just, like, at some point, though, I agree with the practical angle that this guy's got to be taken out. You know? So, I don't know. I know it causes an onslaught. So, it, it turns out to be the wrong idea, yeah. but I'm, I'm kind of in favor of it. I don't know what you would do. Like, you get a Magneto in space, he's just killing people on Earth. What are you supposed to do? You know? Just nothing? I mean... So I don't know. I, I feel like... If you're powerful enough to get into is like it's all made up comic book shit, so it doesn't it doesn't actually matter. Like yeah. this is all for a purpose, which is to sell comic book issues. Like we're not we're we're not yes. making we're not making uh, high art or anything. Um, but at the same time, it feels like if they can get into his mind to make his family uh, feel make to make him feel the pain of losing his family, they could also just make him go night night and just go take a little nappy nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They they eventually do that at some point also. The, the track record for dealing with Magneto, the last time someone tried to deal with him, they turned him into a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. So, like, people don't really know how to handle a problem like Magneto. <laughs> like, it's true. Um, He's got too much I power. really like... <clears throat> he, he pushes them out of the psychic flame, uh, plane. I love he's throwing these pieces of metal at uh, Gambit, who's mouthing off, and uh, he just throws a piece of metal across Gambit's lips mm-hmm. and makes him shut up. Very funny. <laughs> he just, yeah, just tears his lips up. Uh, this upsets Rogue, you know, comes through and punches him. Uh, the Quicksilver punches off his helmet. At some point, the helmet was replaced. I was joking the last issue about it being a prop helmet, mm-hmm. but it basically is. Uh, it doesn't, he, you can get in his, his psychic, in his brain with it on all the time now. Him punching it off is not important. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Magneto, his son punching him in the face, punching his helmet off is like, oh my God, I can't believe you would betray me. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, why, yeah. why wouldn't you believe that? Um, and we, we get like some more soliloquies where he's, you know, talking about the, the family and, um, um, and he, number one, he locks Quicksilver down. So he can't move anymore. Um, yep. and you know, Quicksilver is in like, what a wonderful father you would have made, like forcing your children to, to, to do this, to do all this horrible shit. Um, and eventually, uh, he realizes that, um, Wait, did I get lost in here? Because I thought this was a Xavier trick for some reason. It, it, it's a uh, Xavier. It is a trick. Xavier is uh, showing him a memory of his wife and family leaving him with the kids. Oh, okay, that's which yeah, isn't yeah. what happened because his wife was pregnant while at the time. While the kids he's weren't here, born yet. Yeah, yeah. While he's here and all this. Yeah, stuff. he's taking artistic liberties with his memories <laughs> to make them worse. Yes. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what I was looking for. Sorry, there's a lot of words on this page. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it, but it's somehow still better. They're more fun to read than the last it's one. True, you know. Uh, he's he's there, and the uh, Quicksilver says, you know, Xavier or Magneto says, that's very devious, Charles. You know, but I stand resolute. And Quicksilver's like, no, you don't. You know, look at me. Look at what I am. Like, what what look what kind of son you made? Like, I've lived my whole life in your shadow. I can't trust. I I can't have a life with my wife or daughter. All I do is run away from my problems because I'm running away from you. 
Yes. You know, I'm, and uh, the, yeah, having Magneto as a dad fucked you up. And this gives Magneto the resolve that he needs to say out loud after kind of a, a, a long rambling speech about how important this is and about how he can't allow uh, Pietro to, to take this away from him. He comes to the decision, as painful as it is, uh, that his son must be slain. Uh, and this is where yeah. Wolverine decides to announce his presence to Magneto, which doesn't seem like a very smart <laughs> thing to do. Um, yeah. And then tries to, to to jump on him while he's distracted. Uh, and of course, well, he does. He does stab him. He. This is supposed to be a real big wound mm-hmm. to Magneto. They just don't show it because of Comics Code Authority shit. You know, Magneto is supposed to be almost mortally wounded. Here is the idea. Like Wolverine got him in the gut. They just don't show it because they're not showing gore. Yeah. In this. Uh, the text. Uh, all of these fights are happening while he does this uh, as Gene and uh, Professor X are going in, remaking him relive these bad memories. Yes. Uh, and he's like, no, this is the key. His children always fail him. You know, he has that feeling. Wanda, Petro, Fabian Cortez, the Acolytes, all of these people end up betraying him. You know, let's really, really hit that button while Logan stabs him in the stomach. Yeah. And we should note that uh, when um, uh like Logan, this this breaks Jean's concentration. So she's because as soon as uh, he yes. stabs, as soon as Logan stabs Magneto, he she's like, "Oh no, don't kill him!" And I'm like, oh, guys, "You're gonna have to. It, <laughs> this is a murder mission. I don't know if you guys got the memo." <laughs> it, well, and also this is what causes uh, Wolverine to get fucked up. Yeah. Well, yeah. They had him, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and and this that's the tragedy of this is Jean Grey losing her resolve to do this horrible thing. Uh, actually, is why Magneto does this other horrible thing. Yes. You know, uh, he's dying and Magneto basically says no more. Like this actually ends for both of us. You know, you're my most well-respected foe, but it's over. Like you've struck a mortal blow to me. Take this. And he, uh, throws Wolverine around and a thing that was literally, you know, the coolest thing I'd seen as a kid. Uh, it is hard to impress how much of an impression this made on me. Uh, sucks all of his adamantium out of his skeleton. And the art on this is like it's a, it's bloodless. Unfortunately, I feel I feel yeah. like this should be a lot gorier than it is, but uh, it is brilliant. Like it's just all of these like yeah, yeah. almost liquid adamantium coming off of his bones, and of course, like Wolverine just shrieking as his clothes peel away, and like he's left mostly naked doing this. Right, like it's horrifying. It's a uh, when I was young, I had those little toy biz action figures of X Men mm-hmm. that they made for the nineties. They made hundreds of them. I took my little Magneto and my little Wolverine and I took aluminum foil uh, and stuck it in the joints of my little Wolverine to recreate this scene. Look at you. That's very clever. Uh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Just, and, and just, uh, I had this little diorama up cause this was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Now there's 60 year old uh, men on, on Facebook that do that in there as a hobby. <laughs> yeah. And, and me who doesn't, doesn't tell anyone. <laughs> um, the, I suck, sucked it all out. He's, you know, the, the, the play is finished. Magneto is doing his villain shit mm-hmm. still. Uh, and just absolutely fucked him up. Everybody knows this is serious time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's still alive. Uh, like they, they, he collapses yes. on the floor. He's still alive. The, 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 the adamantium is like slowly leaving his body. Um, and, and, and even Magneto was like, I, "Fuck, <laughs> really? You're alive after that? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, can't believe he did this." And Magneto now wants to go back to playtime, <clears throat> right? Like he wants to go back to things the way they before these event horizons. Mm-hmm. I was like, what have you, Charles? What have your part in this folly? <laughs> you know, and uh, thinking that it's like, oh, you know, they're going to do a slap on the wrist. Like we're going to, I'm going to be put to sleep. I'm going to be sent to jail and I can escape in five years or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And Xavier's like, no, you know, we, we've had these philosophical differences I've hid behind, but I can't let you do these things anymore. 
you know, maybe we're both failures that I let you do this. Um, you know, you, you fail to rise above your, the horrors that perpetrated your past. And I failed, uh, in denying that we need to stop you. We need to stop those horrors that are you, no matter what the cost, you know, I should have been a little bit more hardline and taking you out. You should have been a little bit more soft lined. Yeah. Uh, and he basically, uh, Gene is out. Gene is holding Wolverine's body together telepathically or telekinetically. Uh, and Charles Xavier grabs, uh, Magneto, Magneto, again, he wants to play. He's like, hear that? A life needs saving. You know, that's going to be your Ballywick. You're going to have to go save Wolverine. You don't have time to deal with me. Similar to like a Spider-Man, you know, villain throwing a guy off a building to stop Spider-Man. And uh, Xavier says, no, fuck that. Like billions of lives need saving. You're a threat to all of these people. You know, Uh, I'm going to do it. You know, Uh, and he looks forward to him. He screams at him. He's yelling about the difference between life and death. You know, we're so different and blast him uh in his head a big blast a huge side blast and we see like uh yep. purple energy coming out of both uh magneto's eyes and his mouth um and then he he collapsed and then he as he's collapsing he's like charles i never thought you would and then he just thumps down passed out and you know everybody is shocked because they think xavier killed him uh and xavier is like no i didn't kill him i just took his mind away from him uh and this almost killed xavier even trying to do this uh, and so they, yes. they look to Gene and they're like, hey, Gene, you need to help us. And she's like, I, I can't. I'm barely holding this motherfucker together. <laughs> like this dude, yeah. this dude is, Have you seen all the, the metal coming out of this dude's This boards? dude is bleeding atomantium, this... which nobody has ever done before in the history of, of man. Like yeah. we're, we're in, a, in some crazy places. And of course, this is the point where Peter shows up. Um, yep. Uh, he says, you can't teleport back to Earth. The way you got here, there's a modified Blackbird. You know, I've signaled Bishop. Uh, Bishop's coming with a modified space Blackbird. Uh, I hope you make it back soon. I'm going to stay here and take care of Magneto. You know, I couldn't do this for my little sister when she was in uh, you know, a convalescent state. I'm going to do it for this old man. Yeah. Who, you know, who, who, no longer who has a mind. loves to murder people. <laughs> yeah. That, I, that I've betrayed. You know, uh, I let you guys in here. Uh, you know, it's, it's complicated. It is real silly that he's like, you know, equivocating Eliana and Magneto as babies. Yeah. But uh, that is where we end. They go and they get on the ship with fucked up Wolverine and Colossus stays on the fucked up ship with Magneto yeah. taking care of. I love the art at the bottom of this, just like him standing in, oh, in the wreckage great. of Avalon holding Magneto's body. Um, it's just really, really good. Yeah. Art. Just really fun. Yeah. This is, um, it's good. this is so much better than the last issue. Like I can't even describe um, just so, so much better. Uh, it all, it all in, makes in my opinion, it's, and... it's one of the good, like one of the best nineties X-Men issues, individual issues. I think this one's really good. Uh, personally yeah and it can't be described like the excitement of uh a watching charles walk which has happened before but like every time it does yeah. it feels like it's, it's a momentous occasion and then all of the stuff with wolverine and then like xavier doing the ultimate damage move to magneto and just completely mind wiping him and like what is that going to mean like what happens when magneto wakes up and he doesn't remember anything about who he is like he's this incredibly powerful being with no memories what do we do really really excited yes yep uh just uh it looks like uh you know what actually happens you know now that he's been wiped is we get onslaught Mm -hmm. it's not actually that fun and then joseph you know it's not as good as we want it to be no no not at all uh (laughs) yeah you know but it's still a, a big deal it is morally complicated i get a little bit irritated at the pollyanna ing of this you know, I just, I, 
after everything he does, like, I understand superheroes don't murder. This isn't strictly murder, you know? And at a certain point, like, I was thinking about, uh, Will has told me before, like, a thing that he uses to go, when he goes to bed, he, like, had in his mind, he was writing a spec script of a trial where a citizen in Gotham City killed the Joker and considered it self-defense because the Joker would eventually kill him. Okay. You know, and, like, what the arguments would be for that. And, like, I don't, I, I get that that's, there's a reason why we don't have precogs and shit, <laughs> you know? Uh, but at the same time, like, I get, I get where everyone's coming from this. Yeah. You know, like putting him to sleep wouldn't do it. You put him in a prison, he gets out. They've done this for since the beginning of the X-Men. He's their first villain. Mm-hmm. I like this as a turning point of them finally saying enough. I think it's a good dramatic payoff for all the shit. And the consequences are huge. Not only do we make Onslaught, um, you know, Cable's fucked up. Wolverine's very fucked up. Yeah. Um, we get a really exciting issue. The next one, which is, I think, one of the like more action packed things like it feels like very cinematic to me yeah me too I the agree. next issue where they're re-entering earth this is gonna be this is gonna be super exciting um, on the next episode yeah yeah and then magneto or wolverine quits the x-men yeah like imagine that man like he's it's 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 a big deal this happened it's a it's a it's a turning point done right and the consequences lasted for a long time and that's what you want out of these events it's like long-term consequences right like you want you want to feel like something yep. actively changed within this world which a lot of time feels like it's on a treadmill where it's just like a with a with a moving rotating background where it's just you're going to see the same stuff in the background all the time um so stuff like this that seriously alters characters and we, we're not even really talking about colossus like not that might be an x-men at the same time like all of this stuff is like big deal news <laughs> like this is mm-hmm. this on the x-men monthly column someone's gonna have to write like oh, i need i need additional white white space for this because we have a lot of stuff to talk about so yeah 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 good stuff good night good 90s crossover mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. uh overall while also having tons of 90s problems yeah, of course yeah uh next Next episode, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to cover uh, Wolverine 75 and Excalibur 75. I don't know which Excalibur that is. <laughs> I don't remember. Because, of course, I don't. Um, the uh, new directions for both of those, even though the Excalibur comic is fairly inconsequential yeah. to the uh, thing. And then we're also going to cover the coda to this, um, which is Colossus in a courtroom scene uh, defending one of the acolytes. Yeah, which is just uh, as bonkers as it sounds. <laughs> yeah acolyte court baby yeah um yeah and then we're switching to weekly with mojo worldwide and other stuff that comes next yeah and if you enjoy this podcast uh and you want to support it the most direct way to do so is at patreon.com slash duckvtv a couple bucks a month supports not only me and gary but also the entire network full of engaging funny podcasts that you can listen to anytime that you want to we can't stop you from listening to it while you're delivering a baby we can't stop you we that's <laughs> yeah. your decision that's between you and the baby uh that's what's your just make sure you yeah. pick a good episode of waff you know what i'm saying don't pick one of the bad ones <laughs> i agreed um the uh yeah you you heard me mention will hughes he's getting supported by this uh as well as other people and uh yeah uh we we really appreciate it. range reviews mm-hmm. uh telling your friends about the show is great um if you have x-men friends yes um yeah i think that's basically Pretty it. Much it uh we are collecting feedback yeah. for an eventual feedback episode if you have thoughts about any of the stuff that we've covered or the mcu or comics in general or just questions to ask me and gary um i had been saying that the best place to send that stuff was twitter and then i deleted twitter ah. off my phone uh and then i realized oh wait i use that for other stuff besides 
just being a shithole, so I should probably put it back on my phone, and then I got locked out of my account. So I don't actually, <laughs> so now I can't get DMs for my friends. So if any of my friends are listening to this, it'd be cool. Like just DM me on Discord. Like y'all know how to get in touch with me. But uh, also uh, you could send podcast feedback to, um, oh shit, what is our Gmail? Is it, it's it's uh, DOFC podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, DOFC podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, follow me on Blue Sky. Uh, Gary Butterfield dot blue sky dot social. Oh yeah, I'm on I'm on blue sky uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, I did that. Yeah, um, friend of the shit. I like I like it. It's it's little and people aren't discoursing. So I, I I believe it will turn into crap. I I also roll my eyes at like all of the different alternatives to Twitter, but like I don't know Twitter's gotten bad enough. Yeah, that is pretty rough at this point. I saw um I see a lot of news about other social media sites on blue sky, which I find very funny. Like it's just a lot of, it's a lot of table yes. gazing of like, Oh, this is what a blue sky person said, or this is what a threads person said, or this is the way you should behave on blue sky. Like I see a lot of that business. Um, also very funny that like, I think the pretty much the only discoverability on that website right now is just looking at your friends and seeing who follows them and who they follow and finding other people that, you know, <laughs> that's the way I've found everybody. Yes. That's the only way that it, that's all I've done. Yeah. It's it's also very different than Twitter where I'm like, I need more people to follow because nothing's on here. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So uh anywho, uh we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yes. And we appreciate you. Bye everybody.